Welcome, everyone. Special edition of the Fans Corner Football Podcast. Keith Van Vecten here. I'm with Brian Bouye. So, Brian, we're going to take a look at the New York football giants. Um, ben McAdoo, Jerry Reese, fired a couple weeks ago. Um, enter Steve Spagnola in on an interim basis. You know, a lot of troubling time for the Giants. I mean, they have to find a GM. They have to find a head coach. As it currently stands going into the offseason, they have about $28 million in cap space. I mean, that's just with free agents coming off the books. That's not Eli Manning. That's not any moves that they could potentially make. So about $28 million in space. But as I mentioned, very tumultuous times ahead. First, they got to get a GM. They have to, that GM's got to bring in a head coach. They currently have the number two pick in the draft. Do they keep Eli Manning at quarterback? If they do, then obviously what do you do with that pick? If you cut him, you probably go quarterback and you save $10 million in cap space. They have massive holes on the offensive line and at running back. They have to negotiate the Odell Beckham contract soon. I mean, that's something that who knows what he's going to be looking for. And defensively, I mean, do they keep the current personnel that played over their heads last year or do they go in a different direction to kind of overhaul what they did this year? So, Brian, I'm going to kick it over to you, get your thoughts about what the uh, the New York football giants have to do this offseason. Yeah, a lot of questions, a lot of moving parts. Um, it's all about what direction they want to go in. And, and whoever they decide to bring in as the GM, um, you know, we haven't heard a ton of names at this point yet. Uh, one guy that I did hear mention was David Gettle who worked for the team uh, he'd been there back you know when Jim Fossil was there and he, he's bounced around a little bit since then but he's regarded as a good player personnel guy um, he's a name that's been brought up you know head coach you know the Gruden rumor has been out there a little bit you know and I guess John has actually uh, you know said if Eli was back he would consider it which kind of you know makes you wonder about the direction and if they would take that into account um, but I, I don't really want to get into the the personnel for the the GM and the head coach I, I think obviously those are those are huge decisions but you know let's look at the roster and let's look at you know what they have possibly from a draft point standpoint um right now they're scheduled to get the number two draft pick and that's all going to be determined on what the new regime wants to do with eli manning are they going to bring him back my guess is they're probably not i I think we've gone a little bit too much you know damage with what has happened with him this year um He's clearly declined, no matter what people want to say, and you've got to find his replacement. Uh, it's not going to be Geno Smith, and we're still at a point where we don't know anything about Davis Webb. But I'm of the belief that if you ever have an opportunity in the NFL draft to get a franchise-level quarterback, you have to take it if you don't have one. And this draft, by all accounts, has some guys at the top that are very intriguing. You've got Sam Darnold at USC. You've got Josh Rosen at, at UCLA. Uh, you, you've got uh, Allen at Wyoming. You've got some people, you know, Baker Mayfield is not going to be a top five no. pick. He might be a first-round guy. But if you're the Giants and you have an opportunity to take one of these guys and you like them, you have to do it. You know, you have to do it. Even if you want to give Eli another year, okay, fine. But, you know, you're not going to hold up for Davis Webb. Okay, if you get an opportunity to get one of these guys that you think is going to be your franchise quarterback for a decade, you got to go with it. Um, But the thing about it is, you know, I've always believed in the most successful teams out there. You build your team through the trenches. And this is where the Giants, their offensive line has been absolutely dreadful. They can't protect Eli Manning, which has been their biggest problem. Uh, They drafted Eric Flowers with a number nine overall pick, you know, a couple years back. And this is a guy who does not even belong on an NFL roster. He has been that bad. The rest of the line hasn't been much better. Defensively, you know, you look at their line, they've got a couple of players there, um, you know, but the bottom line is they've got to get talent in those trenches. That's how you build out. They got problems in the secondary. You know, Eli Apple looks like, you know, he's trying to play his way out of a situation there. Um, You've got infighting. The big thing with the Giants is the culture. They've got to get players to come in who are winners. They've got to be in the trenches. 
I don't think it's an unattractive job. I think you're always going to get people who want to go to New York, uh, whether it's a coach, whether it's a GM. We've seen that the NFL is not like a lot of Major League Baseball teams where you're looking at a five-year rebuild like the Houston Astros did where you got to tear it down. You can turn this around pretty quickly. So um, the Giants, it's an attractive situation. But I think right now they got to look about how they rebuild instead of who they're rebuilding with because I, I think the most important things are take that draft pick and you absolutely have to hit on it. If you're, if you're going to go with a quarterback there, you got to get the right guy. So it'll be interesting to see. Keith, what are your thoughts on Eli? Do you think they should bring him back for another year or is this just too much scorched earth and better for everybody to just part ways here? I think this is the biggest question going in the offseason. I mean, I like a lot of what you said, but Eli, I, I think it's time to move on. Um, no fault of his own. I mean, as you mentioned, he did not have a, a great year by any stretch of the imagination, but nobody there did. Um, so I think it's it's fair to Eli to let him go to a situation that he can pick at this point, and it's, and it's fair to the Giants. I mean, you know, if, if you're sitting on top of the draft, this is not a team that usually finds themselves there. So if, if you have the number two through five pick and you can get your hands on Darnold Allen um, or Rosen I think they have to take that opportunity um, so to me that's the biggest question but you know you didn't want to get into any, any names and I'm not going to either but I do want to give you one name um, he's the assistant GM of the Baltimore Ravens Eric DeCosta this guy's going to be really hard to get but there was a Sports Illustrated report out there saying that he would want full control of the team he wants an historic franchise and he wants to be in a major market. I mean, two of the three things are, are checked off right there. The major market and historic franchise. It's just up to Mara if he wants to give him complete control. But if you're going to look for a GM, you want to emulate what you've had. I mean, Jerry Reese wasn't a dumpster fire by any means. The, the, you know, the, the era kind of just ran out on him. So if you want to get somebody in there who's learned under Ozzy Newsom for a while, I mean, Newsom's been there for, I think, for 14 or 15 years now in Baltimore. This is a guy that, um, you know, they can offer him two things that they can't necessarily control, as I mentioned, the market and the historic franchise. So that's someone to keep an eye on. But I'm going to give you a couple of names, Brian, and we don't have to dive too, too deep. I'm going to give you one uh, guy that we had as a Raiders coach. He currently coaches the Browns. I- I'm not going to hold anything <laughs> that that happens in Cleveland against him. Hugh Jackson. Now, this is a guy that's probably going to get fired. I know the Browns are saying all the right things, but I think he's going to get let go from Cleveland. They just they make an impossible or a hard job even more impossible than what it is. He's a guy that's proven he had Jason Campbell, he had Andy Dalton, he brought in Carson Palmer. I don't give Hugh Jackson the full control of making trades and all that. We saw that with the Carson Palmer deal. But do you think he's a guy that can groom a young quarterback and maybe get this offense going in a different direction? He can't be their head coach. I mean, I just don't see any way that it could fly in New York. You know, let's say the Cleveland Browns do not win a game this year, which is looking very likely. That means that Hugh Jackson is going to have a 1-31 record over the past two years. And we all know Cleveland's a dumpster fire. We all know it's not everything is his fault there. I liked Hugh Jackson when he was with the Raiders. Uh, he, he's shown that he's done some good things as a coordinator. I think you can bring him in as a position coach at quarterback or as an offensive coordinator, but he can't be the head coach. Just for the New York Giants, from an optics perspective, you can't get rid of a guy. You know, Obviously, Ben McAdoo, you can't get rid of a guy like that and bring in somebody who's had an even worse track record over the last couple of years. It's just not going to fly in New York. There's no GM candidate that's going to stake their wagon to, to Hugh Jackson at this point, and not, through no fault of his own. He's a smart football guy. He's done some good things in this league. I could see him being an excellent coordinator, but he's a guy who's got to sort of rehab that reputation if he's going to get another another chance as a, as a head coach in the league. So I think he could help the Giants. He's obviously a good football mind. Um 
But this hire is going to be very interesting from the head coach perspective because what do they want to do? Do they want to try to make a move where they get a big name like a John Gruden or you know the hot college guy out of the college ranks or something to try to go that route, or are they just looking for kind of a solid hire? You know, how, how do they view what opportunities are out there? Um, there's going to be some interesting guys. Whoever they bring in is going to have a chance to get some good coordinators because I think a Hugh Jackson is going to be available as a coordinator. Um, a guy that I could see coming back to New York under the right circumstances if the head coach likes him, I think John Fox could return to the New York Giants as a coordinator. Um, he's another guy who's struggling. He's, he's not coming back with the Chicago Bears. I, I can't see that happening. Um, but, you know, he was very successful as a defensive coordinator in New York and I think that, you know, he could be a very valuable addition to the franchise. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, New York, you always kind of want to make a splash with your head coaches, with your, your GM moves, and you've got a top pick to look at. Uh, free agency, like you said, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have a lot of changes. Um, but, you know, I, I build from the trenches. And, and you know, if, if Gruden's out there, I think you got to kick the tires on it, you know. Um, so, so we'll see what happens. But certainly going to be an interesting offseason for the Giants. You say Gruden. I say keep an eye on Nick Saban. This is a guy in 2015 that was actually very close of, of coming to New York. I guess there was negotiations. He was speaking to his wife about it. I, I can't confirm these reports. I don't know. I This is just something I came across, and I remember actually hearing this a little bit. Um, so I think this is the most intriguing job. You mentioned if they want to dip into college, I think they should give Alabama a call, give Saban a call, and see what he has to say. So, you know, very uh, concerning and, and questionable times ahead for the Giants for an organization that uh, had a lot of history, two recent Super Bowls. I'm, I'm sure they'll restabilize and be okay going into the future. So for Brian Bouye, I'm Keith Van Vecten. This is a special episode of the Fans Corner Football Podcast. Thanks for listening.